Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's the Myrtle Beach Nerd, and I'm back with another podcast. What's going on, people? Today is February 5th, 2019. And as I'm, uh, you know, starting off the new year, still, you know, one month and everything's still kind of fresh, I have been staying true to my word. And two podcasts a week, so far, so good. And, you know, you guys deserve it. You know that? You deserve me. More of me. <laughs> I'm just joking. But anyway, uh, you guys have kept up your part of the bargain. You've been listening, you've been subscribing, you've been rating and reviewing and all five stars and all that good jazz. I'm very happy and pleased to say that we're now closing in on 100. We are at 82, I believe, as of this podcast with with, um, comments. And a lot of podcasts that have been around for a long time don't even have half as many, which I really appreciate you guys for getting on the ball and just for, you know, being a friend, you know, being a friend and a great listener. Uh, a couple of things that I wanted to touch on, though, from last week, just a little uh, quick follow-up from the Ted Bundy podcast. Um, this one is by far the fastest-growing podcast that we put out there so far. I mean, that one already is, is very close to being our, our top downloaded one in only a couple of days since it came out. So for that, I appreciate it, and I appreciate the kind words. I know um, the nerdette, she uh, appreciates it as well. And um, we haven't really talked too much about her doing her own solo podcast yet. So if you guys have any suggestions for things you may want to hear her talk about, please send it to the email, uh, MyrtleBeachNerds with an S at gmail.com. And, you know, we'll just review it and maybe kind of kind of come up with a format for her and maybe she'll be able to do her own thing as well. But now this is about my thing. I'm going to talk about a couple of things this week that um, some of you guys may or may not agree with. Um, just as usual, you know, we're all human beings. We like to come up with, you know, certain certain ideas and kind of put them together. Uh, this this one's going to be about God, a, a little bit about God. I mean, I'm not going to do too much because I don't like the bore the hell out of you guys. I mean, I like my podcast that I listen to to be within 30 minutes to an hour of time. So that's what you're going to be getting today. I'm not going to go too long, not going to go too short. Just give you guys a little something to think about, something to listen to until Friday's podcast. Friday or Saturday, depends, you know, what, what me and the old lady are cooking. But we're going to be doing that. That's going to be the Zodiac Killer, and we're going to be talking about some more random BS and other killers, things like that, things I float our boat, things that we just want to talk about, you know. I had a good time last time, went a little long, but, you know, one thing I do have to apologize for is that with the Ted Bundy views, it seems like a lot of people were turning it off after that before the Roy Rumble uh, review. So I'm just going to, you know, give a little apology here and to say that next time we're going to split things like that in half so people that want to listen to one and not the other can do that. Or if we do something like that again, we're going to timestamp it. So, okay, this is where Ted Bundy ends and this is where the next one begins, just so you can kind of go to what you want to listen to. So for that, I apologize, but I do thank everybody for their kind words on the Ted Bundy one. And uh, thank you. That was very, very nice. Uh, Made me feel good. Some more good news, though, is that the podcast is coming to iHeartRadio and Pandora, so we will be basically uh, covered on all platforms and all needs, so hopefully the views will keep going up and give us more incentive to keep on running this thing and keep giving you guys the content that you deserve and that you appreciate. So, yeah, there you go. Thank you. You guys rock. Great fans. Great fans. Excellent. Um, Just a little something first. Um, I'm I'm, going to touch on the God stuff, but I want to talk about a couple other things. Uh, I'm from New Jersey. That's my home state. And I see now that they that they passed a they they passed a law here that are going to have teachers start teaching LGBTQ history in school, which I mean it's just a little weird because like LGBTQ isn't really about history; it's more or less like a lifestyle choice. So it's like uh, like take for instance this month. This month is Black History Month. Being black is a culture thing. It's uh it's a race thing. You know, it's your race, it's your culture, and it's been around for the beginning of time. So it's kind of one of those things where you you actually have a history to build on being gay is just a lifestyle choice i mean people 
people choose to be gay or it chooses you. I don't know what the fuck you want to call it. It's not like a green lantern ring or anything like that. But it's like, you know, you're, you're attracted to what you're attracted to. I just don't see how you can come up with a history of, of LGBTQ. Like, what, like the first drag queen did this, the first uh, person did that. I imagine a lot of Elton John and Madonna and fucking Cher was going to be talked about in the classroom soon enough. It's just weird. I just don't think it's something that should be taught in school because it's not something that's really uh, prevalent in life. It's, I mean, it, it, I can understand teaching tolerance, but I don't see why we have to go so deep in a, making a history class about it. Because tolerance is something, I mean, it's not going to go away anytime soon. People are going to be gay. They're going to be cross-gender or cross-dressers and transgenders, rather. Uh, it's going to be like that forever. I just don't see why we have to teach a history of it because it's like, why? It just doesn't make any sense. It's almost like you're encouraging it in a way, which which is, I mean, you don't want to encourage someone to be gay. That's something that they're either going to be or they're not going to be. But I do understand the importance of tolerance because you, these people are people. They don't need to be treated like shit no matter where they go. It's just like, don't force it on our children. It's the same thing with people that are like, call me ma'am, when they're clearly a man, and they want to be called a ma'am with an M at the end. It's like, no, you're not going to force your beliefs or whatever you are on me. That's just never going to happen. I'm going to call you what I want to call you, because that's what you are. And I know I just preach about tolerance, and I said what I just said, but it's like, I don't have anything against them personally. Uh, gay people are fine. Uh, gay women are fine as well. It's just that don't force your beliefs on me. That's not going to fly. It's never going to happen. I'm not going to force you to call me anything except for what my God-given name is. God-given. <laughs> We're going there soon. But yeah, it's just like, I, I just think it has no place in schools. But I do have a theory on this, though. I do think that maybe, just maybe, this is going to phase out religion. Because we all know that in the Bible, they say that God doesn't have a tolerance for homosexuals. God hates fags, apparently. That's what they say, you know, when they go to those rallies. God hates fags. Which doesn't make sense and never had made sense to me. Because if God loves his children, he should love everybody. And, you know, that just makes no sense. Contradicts itself. But anyway. Um, yeah, the fact that they're going in this direction now. Maybe they're phasing religion out. I remember we used to say in uh, God Bless America. We used to say that in the beginning of school. Put our hand over our hearts and... God bless us all and all that shit. Uh, they haven't done that in school for a very long time. So maybe them introducing LGBTQ when it's against, you know, the uh, evangelical beliefs and Christianity and Catholics, Catholicism, that they don't that they don't like gays and the LGBTQ community as a whole. Maybe this is a way, you know, to kind of phase out religion, which I am all in favor of. If if this is just the beginning of phasing out those old school beliefs that the Bible is like the rule of life and the way that we should all kind of mold ourselves in the, in the being, if this is a way to phase that out, then I am all in favor of it. Please get rid of that shit. I'll, I'll gladly, you know, say the LGBTQ star spangled banner or whatever the hell you want to call it. I would gladly rather see that than hear about the Bible in school, because at least LGBTQ people are real and they're, and they're here. You can see them. Um, I, I can definitely get behind that idea a lot more. But yeah, I just, I just wanted to give my quick little thoughts on that. I mean, nothing really extravagant. I, I really could, couldn't care less, to be honest with you. It's not going to affect me in my daily life. And that's something else I wanted to talk about, too, is the whole abortion thing. I mean, I understand, you know, how both sides feel about it, that you can, you can get rid of a baby or abort a baby all the way up until conception now, which is a little screwy. I think that's a little too late. You should know by then if you want the child or not, but it's not... It's, it's not going to be, and the facts have never really come out, depending on what side you're listening to. Um, the thing is, is, like, only if it's an at-risk baby, you can abort it up until, you know, the time of conception, a woman's water breaks, you, you, you can abort it. But, like, if there's something wrong with your baby, I mean, I, I would rather abort a baby that's going to have, you know, serious complications and issues for the rest of its life or 
be a vegetable forever than to have this child born because it's just heartbreaking, you know, and I'm, it's not just a selfish thing. It's, it's a thing. It's a baby. It's not fair to have to raise a child that can never do anything. If it's going to be sitting in a chair like Stephen fucking Hawking, you know, it's, it's, it's not fair. It's just not right. And it's not fair. I mean, I, I understand abortion in that sense. Um, but I know a lot of right wing people are saying that Democrats are just killing babies because that, because that, that's their go-to line. You're killing babies. They're not fucking killing babies. You idiots. They're giving women an option. And that's, and that's pretty much it. I mean, these people, and I'm a huge, huge fan of Dana Lash. I listen to her podcast every single day. I love her to death, but I'm just sick and tired of hearing about this shit. You're killing babies. You're killing babies. It's like, no, they're fucking not killing babies. And if they were, who was, what is it to you? Uh, ben Shapiro too, the same thing. Like, what is it to you? Who gives a fuck? Let these people do what they're doing. It, it, it affects him in no way. If someone kills their baby, it has no effect on his life or Dana's life. They're both rich people. They don't, they don't give a shit about you. It, it, it's all about this higher fucking sense of self-importance when it comes to religion. People use religion as a fucking cop out to everything. And as a way to try to govern other people, which is complete bullshit. So it's like, all right, so just because you're a believer in a Bible doesn't give you the authority to go around and fucking throw that Bible in everyone's face and tell them how they should or shouldn't live their lives. Get the fuck out of it. It has nothing to do with you. Somewhere in America right now, someone is aborting a baby, and guess what? It changes my life. Not. Not at all, and it's not changing their lives. They just want to be the loudest voices in the fucking smallest room, and that's all they're going to ever do. It's just bitch about things that they have no control over. And me bitching about them bitching isn't productive as well, but I just want to get my thoughts out there. That's what the podcast is for, and I hope that's why you guys are listening, because you enjoy what I like to talk about. And hopefully you guys share the same views. If not, you know, that's what... That, that's what the email's for. If you have a difference of opinion, you can email me and, you know, we can talk about it. Bring it up on the air. I may even have you on the air. Who knows? Once I start getting a couple things figured out, maybe that can be an option as well in the future, having some guests on here. Who knows? But, I mean, this really isn't up for debate because it's it, it's a fact. A, a child being aborted does not affect those two individuals or anybody at all, for that matter. The fact that you would take time out of your life and stand outside of a fucking building where people are going to go have an abortion and you're telling them what to do with their lives and spitting on them and shit and yelling at them and threatening their lives is not productive and it makes you look like a real piece of shit. So yeah, I just want to get that out there as well. Just trying to hit on a couple of different, you know, topics. Um, just a little random one here. I was going through Reddit and I saw a guy talking about their podcast, Pet Peeves. And, you know, a lot of his were the same as mine. Can't remember the poster's name because it was something I saw in passing over the weekend. But I want to talk about my own podcast, Pet Peeves. I do listen to a few. Like I listen to Dana Lash. I listen to uh, Ben Shapiro. There's a couple wrestling ones out there just to kind of stay up the base, keep my finger on the pulse of what's going on out there. But a couple of my things here is music. I fucking hate music and podcasts. If you're blasting a song uh, and it takes like 20 minutes for the podcast to start because you have to play the entire song, it's something that you like. You chose that song because you like it. We don't like it. We didn't pick that song. You want to hear it, you can listen to that shit in your off time. Don't play it before your podcast, don't play it during your podcast, or don't play it after your podcast. Playing music is just a cheap way to rack up time and make it look like your podcast is longer than it actually is. We don't need your theme songs, we don't need this bullshit, we don't need that. Don't do it, it's just not cool, man. And another thing I hate, too, is a monotone voice. If you're talking very boring, like you sound like Ben Stein, like Bueller, 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 like that shit... That's just going to make me fall asleep, and I zone out, and I don't hear anything you're saying, but I'm I'm hearing it, but I'm not hearing it. You know, I'm listening to it, but I'm not hearing what you're saying. Your words go in one ear and out the other because your voice is boring as fuck. You have no energy. The, the, the energy needs to get ramped up a little bit on some of these podcasts. 
You don't want to come out too fake, though, like me and my fake radio voice. You don't want to do that. You, you want to actually just, just be yourself, have some kind of an energy, and just don't talk like an asshole and cut the music out. Uh, one last thing about podcasts that I hate, and this is probably my biggest one, second to music. Um, people that talk above their audience. Now, um, Joe Rogan has a lot of these people on there, and I've been listening to Joe Rogan a lot less than I've ever had before. What he does is he has these guests on, like Jordan Peterson and all these like brainy people like Dr. Deborah So and a couple others out there. Not going to go through a full list or anything, but... What they do is they, they say these, like, insanely long words, you know, these huge words that you have to have a fucking PhD to understand. They talk about things in these scientific terms that are just way above the audience's head. Now, for me, I understand Joe Rogan's a dumb guy, but he likes to talk to smart people to learn things, which is great. But the thing is, is like, dude, uh, you can have those conversations in private. You need to have an entertaining podcast. And I know, like, his numbers are fucking insane, though. He's got millions of people listening, but how many people actually understand what the fuck they're listening to? I would rather have someone talk to me like a human being and not like fucking like I'm I'm in history class or like in science class trying to learn some shit that I'll never understand. I mean, I like understanding certain things. I I like learning new things. But I mean, that shit is just way above your head. Speak to your audience, not above them. It's just like a lot of people listen to Joe Rogan's podcast are a bunch of meatheads, you know, that probably pick and choose the shows they're going to listen to anyway. But I think in order to, you know, reach a broader audience, you have to speak in a language that people understand. And I hope that's what I'm doing here. I'm speaking to people like an ordinary man who has bills and problems and things like that. This isn't a hobby for me. It's more or less like a therapeutic thing, and it's just fun. I mean, I enjoy podcasting. It's a good thing. Uh, my wife and I have been putting a lot of work into this. Uh, we're going to get some microphones soon, I'm thinking. Maybe get a little office area set up in our household so we can do this and more professionally. But it's just, it's just something that's going to take a little bit of time. But everything has gotten better, as you can tell. And I have seen the comments where people have enjoyed our, our sound quality getting better. Which is something that's just a work, of, a work in progress. It's going to keep getting better and better and better. But yeah, that's just my little podcast uh, rant. This is going to be a, a quick podcast. Just because I, you know, I'm, I'm just like... I'm just I'm just ready for the weekend, to be honest with you. This has been a shitty week. And I got some things coming up here. got my tax return back from the state. Just fucking great. So now I feel like an income tax millionaire. You know what I'm talking about. Those fucking people that get like a thousand bucks and they run out and buy some dumb shit instead of paying their bills and their debt, you know? <laughs> We've all seen that type. They go out there and they buy a bunch of dumb electronics and then they're like, shit, I'm broke again and my bills are still going to fucking expire and they need to get cut off and I'm getting shit off notices and shit. You know, I actually took mine this year and I threw it towards some credit cards. I want to pay that off and ho- hopefully have some money saved up, start putting a savings account together and. Just, you know, um, you know, paying off some things. I want to pay off my car. I definitely want to pay off the house and eventually make some moves, kind of early retire and just podcast for a living. That'd be freaking nice. Podcast for a living. I'm not expecting to make thousands of dollars, but if I can make five bucks a month on this thing, just anything to show that, you know, I'm actually getting a return on my investment will be pretty damn cool. And I hope you guys can help me out by retweeting the podcast every chance you get or just putting it out there wherever you listen to podcasts wherever you go on the internet just grab a link it's easy to find in itunes or the uh, myrtlebeachnerds.podbean.com you just link that somewhere and help other people find me you know i'm a crazy guy people people will like hearing me i think don't you i think so but um here we go i'm gonna talk about god now why the hell not right it's pissing people off yeah, or maybe maybe you're not pissed off maybe maybe uh Maybe you're an atheist like me. You know, we're all going to go to hell together eventually, probably, right? Probably. All right, here we go. Are you a better parent than God? Let that sink in for a second. I'm going to ask you, do you think you're a better parent than God? Because God is everybody's father. He loves us all equally. 
yeah, he wants the best for us. He gave us free will. He he accepts us. He forgives us. He he's just the greatest being of all time, right? He made us all in his image, which is perfection, because God's omnipotent. He's perfect. He's forever. He's the beginning, the end, the alpha, the omega, all that good stuff, right? But I think you're a better parent than him. Yes, I do. If you've got children out there, would you ever wish sickness on your child? Would you ever wish them to be blind? Um, her born nine fingers, 12 fingers, born without a leg, born ment uh, with some kind of mental retardation, a anything like that? Would you wish that on your own child? If you had the power of God himself, would you create a child that was sick or dis disabled in any way? No. You would never wish that on your own child. So why does he do that to us? That's that's the question I'm asking this week. That's the main event for this week. Why does that happen? Why are children born sick? Why are animals born with fucking three three legs? Or why do uh, you know cats eat their young if they're if, if they're sick or anything like that? I mean, I, I just don't understand it. If God loved you so much, why would He do that to you? I think you're a better parent than Him because you would never allow that. If you had the power that God wields, you would never in a million years create a child to be sick or you would never allow the world to just go to hell the way it has people always say hey guns are bad guns are horrible well, why 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 do we have the materials in the world to create bullets i mean if you wanted the perfect world that stuff wouldn't be here in the first place right i mean i understand free will i understand how that works i i, I know it but you can give someone free will and not the tools to create evil don't you think? Makes sense, right? If I was to create a world right now and I wanted it to be peaceful and I wanted everyone to get along and everyone to worship me and praise me, I would create a world where people would do just that. But I would not give them gunpowder. I wouldn't give them all the materials that go into making gunpowder. I, I, I would just have a perfect world. Kind of like the movie Pleasantville with Tobey Maguire, where everyone just got along and everything was perfect. A little darkness got included and then the world became colorful and different and vibrant and people were able to leave the town and everything bad happened out of nowhere. You know, it kind of ruined the world. It turned them upside down. Now, that's where I kind of wanted to bring up this next point here was God getting all the glory and none of the blame. It's, it's, it's crazy. There are people out there that genuinely think God is the reason for everything good in their lives. Okay, that's fair enough. I, I get it. But what about people that have horrible lives? Does God get any of that blame? No, of course not. Why would they blame God? Shit. We're all under the same umbrella here. We're all on the planet Earth. We're all here for some reason, some better than other reasons. So it's like, how can some views be so completely different? I believe that you are you are the 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 owner of your own of your own destiny. I wake up in the morning and I go to work. Do I like it? No, but I know that if I wanted to, I can change that right now. I can I can turn my car on, I can drive away from the building and never go back. Fuck everybody, right? I, I could do that. I have that right as a human being with a soul and with a mind and with a heart and with free will. I can do whatever I want. Would I be able to pay the bills at the end of the month? Probably not. I mean, it would be pretty hard without a job. So I get up and I go and I do it. But I also have the option for applying for other jobs and to do what I want to do. That's because I'm my own human being. I make my own destiny. If I quit work right now, God's not going to pay my bills for me. So whose fault is that? It's my fault because I quit my job. If I go find another one, I'll be paying the bills. But if I say, thank God I found this job. Let me pay my bills. Thank you, God. Oh, God, you're so gracious, almighty God. 
but I'm the one putting in the work at, at the office. You see how that works? It's like, so you, you give them all the glory and none of the blame. I've used this one before, but if a boxer knocks out another boxer, Mike Tyson knocks out some, some bum. Oh, I like to thank God, everybody, blah, 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 blah. But what about the guy who's getting his ass off the ground after getting his teeth smashed in? He's not blaming God. He's not saying, man, fuck him. Why, do you, why does he love him more than me? No, Mike Tyson put in the work. Mike Tyson's jogging up and down, you know, the road. He's doing the jumping jacks. He's hitting the mitts. He's, he, he, he's watching tape. He's studying. He's doing all this and all that. The fucking Patriots just won a Super Bowl last night. They're 6-1. Tom Brady. Oh, I like to thank God. No, you did that, Tom. You did that. Your parents created you. You put in the work as a child throughout your entire life. You got better as an adult. You believed in yourself. You did it. You threw those footballs. You scored the touchdowns. You did it all. It's it's like God's picking favorites. Do you think God would pick favorites in all honesty? Come on, evangelicals. Come on, Christians. Do you think God picks favorites? No. He, he would not pick favorites. If God loves us all unconditionally, he doesn't favor one child over another, there's no way in hell he, he would choose this athlete to be more superior than this athlete on this day. It's not to teach the other one humility or to teach the other one how to win. It's just some people are naturally better at things than others because they put in the work. They're better at it. Here's another one for you. What about uh, a, a doctor? Let's, let's use this analogy. Somebody comes into the doctor's office. They're seconds away from death. That person is going to die. God's not going to reach down and touch them and wake them back up. That's why people get brought to doctors. Get brought to the doctor. The doctor puts, he puts the, the, the belts to, together, whatever they're called. And she shocks them back to life. The person's heart kickstarts. They're breathing again. The doctor claps his hands and has a cigar and he brought that person back to life. That's years and years and years of schooling that doctor went through. He went through school. He has the freaking, he has the student loans to prove it. You know, he's got all the doctorates, the certificates all over his wall in his office. The doctor did it. Not God. God might have created the doctor, sure. I'll give you that, right? He created the doctor to be a doctor. But the doctor put in the work. If, the, if a doctor doesn't put in the work to become a doctor, guess what? He's not a doctor. He did it. He brought that person back to life. Mike Tyson knocked out that poor guy. And you get up and do your thing. You get up, you go to work, you take care of your family. Your name is on the paycheck, not God's. Now, this isn't like a bash God thing. It's just like, a you know, you people have to give yourselves more credit for what you do in life. You know, you're in full control of whatever you do in life. And it's going to kind of bring it back to the job thing. If you hate your job, if you hate your life, change it. You have a very short time on this earth. What, the average person lives till what, they're 70 probably? Who I, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but let's just go with 70. That's a good number. You have your outliers, like my grandfather's 85, going to turn 86 this year, and he's healthy. You know, he's he, he, he's up there. He's, he's good. But you have your outliers. Speaking of which, my dad passed away at 53, so it's like, yeah, you got the flip side there. You have such a short time on this life. Why don't you make the most of it, man? Don't don't be miserable. If you're make if, if you're at a job that pays you hundred thousand dollars a year but you hate it and you'd be happier making sixty grand somewhere else, then do it. Adjust your lifestyle, pay your bills, make a little savings account, work one more year at that shitty job and count down. You'll feel better knowing that there's an end date and you know uh, there's an end date at the end of the road. You know you're gonna get out of it, you know you're gonna free yourself eventually, you know? Do that. I mean, don't sit there and be fucking miserable. And don't give God all the glory in your life. Because if you're going to give him the glory, you better damn well give him the blame. If you're driving down the road at 2 o'clock in the morning, you get a flat tire, you're the only person out there without a cell phone or reception to call somebody to pick you up. That's his fault. Give, give, him, give him some hell on that. It's, it's, it's not the nail you rode over on the road. No, no, no. If you're going to take all the glory that you do and give it to him, you need to give him some of that blame too, man. 
I'm dead serious, dude. You got to stop. You people out there got to stop doing that. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's fucking, it's, it's just, it's just killer. It really is. Oh, yeah, yeah, your failures are all yours and yours alone. But all the glory goes to God. It just doesn't make any sense in his ass backwards. I wish I had that kind of setup in my personal life where people just said, you know what, everything you do is great. Everything I do is shit. And that's just the way it is. I mean, it, it, it's almost like we're insignificant creatures as human beings. Like, we're all insignificant. All the hours we did means nothing. The, the hours of work, the training, the, all that shit means nothing. Sports practice and all the failures culminating in you becoming the best thing that you could possibly be means nothing. Your trials and tribulations are nothing. Because in the end, it's God and only God that did it. And you're nothing. You're fucking nothing. That's the way you're making it sound. And this is the Myrtle Beach nerd just saying, you did it not him. And please give God the blame if you're going to give him all the goodness. It just makes no sense. Everything I said sounds ass backwards, you know, if, if you're listening to it from an outsider's point of view. If you're saying, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. That's fucking backwards as hell. How come he gets all the credit? None of the blame. Yeah. See, thank you. You're proving my point for me because it just doesn't make any sense. It is ass backwards. It makes no fucking sense. If someone creates you and you give them all the credit in your life for everything that you ever do, everything you've ever done is for this person. He did it all. He did it all. you got to give him the blame. That's just how it is. And that's where I go back to saying you're a better parent than God. He created you. Your kids would never be sick. We've already established that. If you have the same power as God, your kids don't get sick. No one ever starves. The world's a great place. Why does that suffering exist? Are you being blamed for something that happened in the past? Because that's what it sounds like to me. Adam and Eve. We suffer because Adam ate the, or Eve, Eve ate the apple. Now, if she didn't eat the apple, we'd be in, you know, paradise forever. But since she did that, we're, we're judged forever. And that's why we have all this evil shit that we have, you know, in, in the world. Supposedly all this crime and sickness and disease and all that shit. It's just, it's so fucked up that we're judging the actions of one person. Sound familiar? Think of it this way. A group of immigrants are hanging out in the corner. The cops pull up to them. Oh, you guys must be up to no good. Those guys are just doing nothing. They're hanging out talking bullshit. You guys are up to no good. Put your hands behind your head and get on the ground. And the immigrants are saying, wait, why? Why, why, why? We didn't do anything wrong. And the cop just flat out says it. Well, because we've seen a bunch of immigrants like you in the area and they're all doing the same shit. So you're fucked by proxy. I mean, you're fucked just by association for being that nationality. Uh, black people. Oh, they're saying they get pulled over all the time and shit. Saying that they get looked at funny when they go into a store. They're being prejudged based on the action of uh, the notion of, you know, other black people before them maybe of doing something wrong in the past. If a cop got beat up by a black person in middle school and they become a, a cop in college or after college... They may see black people differently. They may attack them. They may shoot them. They may pull them over more often. They may, you know, treat them harsher than they would a different nationality. If a fucking Chinese man fucking had sex with a Spanish man's wife, the Spanish man may hate Chinese people forever. You know, it's, it's just the way it is. And you're basing one person off of another person's misfortune or something wrong they did. And that's what's happening to us as society. We're getting treated like shit by God because one person pissed them off a long time ago. I mean, that's what it sounds like to me. I don't know if it sounds like that to you, but it does. It sounds like that to me. We're all being prejudged based off the actions of one person, and that's not fair. That's fucked up. So think of it that way, people. Think, think of it that way when you're reading your Bible and all that bullshit's going on, you know? It just, it, it just makes sense. I mean, just rewind that part, listen to it again, and it makes sense. Because that's exactly what's happening. It's not fair, is it? We're fighting against that right now in society. You can't judge one man based off another man's actions. Which is 100% true, and I 1 million percent agree with it. 
So why do we think it's so acceptable when it comes to the Bible? Because that's exactly what happened. Eve ate the apple, the forbidden fruit, and now mankind's suffering because of that one bitch's actions. Now, you could take any two people from nowadays and put them back then, and maybe they don't eat the apple. Maybe they were just not destined to do that. But she did, so we're all fucked for eternity. The Bible is so screwed up, and there's so many falsities out there that I really want to go and just read the whole fucking thing all over again. I was forced to do that as a child. Wouldn't, wouldn't be above doing it again. I know it's been a long time. I'm way out of practice with it. So some of these things I'm saying may be wrong, and I do apologize. I should go back and fact check a little bit. But, I, but I, I will do that. I mean, I do like these podcasts talking about God and just a, just a topic of the week, just something to talk about, just to get it out there. I will be doing more of these. So I don't know. I'm just going to leave you with that part this week because I got some shit I got to do today. I'm a little busy today. For once, I got some shit to do. So yeah, um, this Friday or Saturday, the old lady and I will be previewing Zodiac, the movie, and this the Zodiac Killer's lifestyle. We're going to talk a little bit about the movie, but we're going to talk more about the, the life, the crimes and the killings of the uh, original Zodiac Killer, the one that was never caught by the police. Hell yeah, he's a pretty badass motherfucker, and I think you guys are going to enjoy listening to what we have to say about him. Maybe talk about some ghost stuff, too. Who knows, man? Who knows? When we start going, we get going. We have a good time doing it. We enjoy each other's company just like we enjoy yours. That does it for me this week, the Myrtle Beach motherfucking nerd. Uh, you can reach me on Twitter at Myrtle Beach Nerd. Uh, and on the old Gmail at Myrtle Beach Nerds with an S at the end at gmail.com. We are now on every single fucking media platform for podcasting. So anywhere you can find us or your friends don't have iTunes, you tell them to get Google Play. If they don't have that, tell them to get Podbean. If they don't have that, tell them to get Pandora and Spotify and all that other bullshit. iHeartRadio, we're everywhere, man. You guys are going to get sick of us real soon, but I hope not because I hope you guys stay around for a long time listen to us. Until next time, this has been the Myrtle Beach Nerd. I love you. Bye-bye.